as Chris Paul gets in another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. Defers to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, yeah we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with the dish. D book on the corner with the swish. We the Valley, hating with the dunk. Posterizing, now the crowd getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the Valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Welcome along to our second main episode of the Aussie Suns Fan Podcast. And uh, this week, we just have the big three. We've got Cable. Cable, welcome along. Thanks for having me. Uh, Ian, Ian, welcome back. Uh, your first part of the first time in the big pod. That's what first we're going to call this. This is the big pod. So welcome along, mate. Awesome. Thanks for having me again, guys. And we're uh, we're ready to roll, and hopefully, again, we won't have an hour and a half for the big pod. We'll try and keep it sort of under an hour if we can. But um, exciting times, obviously. The Phoenix Suns are into the Western Conference Finals, lads. How good is it? Very, very good. It's amazing, dude. Absolutely amazing. Is you, you, neither of you seem that excited. Surely we can have a little bit more uh, of information for our followers, the people who put the time in to watch us, and give us some real emotion behind it, what it feels like to be in the Western Conference. What Finals. the flying fuck, man. Seriously. We are there. Like, this was a pipe dream. Like, after what we did in the bubble, you know, I went and chucked how much I chucked on the Suns at the start of the year, just like, yeah, you know, why the hell not? Couldn't do any worse. Got them at like 51 bucks. Like, I don't know what we're paying now, but last time I had to look 14 or something, that was like starting the this year playoffs. So it's, yeah, if, I, if I'm lost for words, man, it's just because I am. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, who would have thought two, three years ago we'd be here? We'd be doing this together. 400 odd members that we have now on the Aussie Suns page seem to be a little bit less but just unreal absolutely unreal absolutely cable what have you got for us mate what's what was it running through your head when uh the sweep was completed uh well unfortunately it was still one of those days you know there was a lot of happiness and and you know all that around it but again it was one of those games unfortunately i couldn't sit you know, the first half i watched every every play every second every minute the second half unfortunately i couldn't sit down and enjoy it as much just life was happening and kids was happening so it was unfortunately something I couldn't you know put all the focus on 
on the day, but I was super pumped. There was a couple of guys that I hadn't heard from for a while that kind of like Phoenix or whatever and sending me actually congratulations, like as, as if I was playing. But I think it's just the respect thing. They know how much of a passionate Phoenix Suns fan I am. And, and, you know, they're the kind of people that follows, you know, Chicago and the Lakers or just any other successful teams you know of that uh, I think people are pretty wrapped. And what I do like, the other thing that came along with it, which surprised me was, I think there's a lot of fans out there that whether they're a Miami fan, a Chicago fan, Indiana fan or whatever, there are actually people like we talked about the bandwagon, but these aren't people that are going to jump on the Suns bandwagon, but they're actually wrapped to see us doing well. They respect Booker and Paul. Uh, and I think a lot of people are going, I want Phoenix to win this championship. I don't want, I don't like any of the other teams. I don't like any of the other players. So I feel like there's a lot of guys jumping on board, well, you know, not just guys, but just people in general uh, are jumping on the Suns in that regard too. Like they just want to see a good series and they, they like Phoenix and what they bring to the court and the way they play. So I think people are happy to see a Phoenix win, which is great to have that support. But it is funny where it feels like the media still don't give us, give us much. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, personally, I couldn't give a rat's ass what the media do anymore. Mm. <laughs> um Oh, oh, the only way to shut the media up, and it was part of my uh, controversial post, but the only way to shut the media up is win. Yeah, oh, if 100%. you win, they have to give you the credit, and it's as simple as that. And the only way we're going to do it is a chip. So let's go and get that chip. Mm. We are going to move on now, and we will go through our page wrap-up. So uh, we're currently sitting at 398 members. We did crack. 400 um, earlier today, but then uh, I noticed that there was a couple of people sneaking in and putting dodgy posts on and um, fake shirt sales and stuff like that. So guess what? We're down to 398. Um, We've gone through and just made sure that we're going to vet everybody. Um, And I know know a few of our US uh, supporters and stuff that are on here, but you guys, we've we've added about how uh, nearly eighty US people this week. Um, as soon as your numbers get anywhere near ours, that'll be the end of US supporters. So sorry about <laughs> that, guys. But that's uh, you, it's an Aussie page, man. Well, we might be taken over, but we've had one hundred and sixteen new members this week, uh, twenty uh, as well as twenty two declined. So um, we're we're getting those numbers right up there. But the impressive thing about our three hundred ninety eight members is that three hundred seventy three of those members are active yeah. currently. Um, on the page, which is fantastic. That's, that's exactly that's what we created the page for. We want everybody there and getting involved. Our top post of the week came from Rob Vonk, new member, came on basically to give us a, a uh, thanks for thanks for adding me, Suns fan since the 90s. Um, everybody engaged with that post and Rob was uh, our top post of the week with 26 comments, I think it was. So, well, well done, Rob, there. Well done, Rob. Um, we are... Let's let's go through our, our numbers again. So our top contributors of the week, John O'Graham nails it again. Um, seven posts and 50 comments for the past seven days. Uh, Matty Bates, four and 32. Uh, Josh Platt, one and 30. Of course, I, those numbers don't include the big three. Um, we are the admin. So um, that's why we... Uh, uh, we are not included in that. Well, it's funny because so, I, was, I was about to say I'm going to have to lift my game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. matter. No, your numbers, your numbers won't be there, mate. So we've, um, I'll, I'll, 
I did find a way the other day to look at what the admin did. Um, and I will dig that up again and put something on the page just to show how poorly you two are doing. Um, but it's, <laughs> we'll hey, try, I'll, I'll we'll put like four different other. angles of that fight <laughs> up, man. Give me a break. <laughs> so we'll have a look at that, but that'll take us into um, our fan of the week, Cable. Who do you think the Aussie Suns fan page fan of the week was this week? This incorporates the page and the live chat. Well, you've already mentioned it, so I, I don't know if you want to steal my th- thunder, but I think Robert Vonk's, uh, I think just even just saying, hey, I'm here, I'm glad there's a page for me to be at, um, and I'm a big fan, I've been a fan since the 90s, and like I said, it, it engages other people. I don't even know if I put a comment, I, I, I like the thing I sort of liked it, and I, but I remember thinking I was going to put some sort of comment on there too, but, you know, it's not all about me, 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 me. But uh, and I, I've got to say my part and why I love the Suns in podcasts already. So, but it's it's good well, to the have. Good, the good thing is with Rob too is he's first week in, and I think he was only in sort of four of the days of that. But he had five posts, commented on nine, um, liked enough of them. So Rob came in with a bang. I like two him. points. And you yeah, know, like and uh, and what I will say to to add to that, uh, and you know, not to disrespect anyone else. Um, it's great to have, uh, you know, engage with the page, like and that, but it's also sometimes, it's not about the quantity sometimes, it's it's the quality of what you put up or what you're about or what you want to say um, and engaging with other people in the group. I mean, I could, there's a lot of people I know that can spam the fuck out of a group um, or just be just over the top and it's like, oh, this guy again. This Gavin Spall's post is so much shit. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I think sometimes it's good, it's good to have people that can contribute and be part of it and but also share really cool stuff or find really cool articles. Like I know, Gav, you seem to find every great article that's posted about the Phoenix Suns mm. and share it with us. Because, I mean, to be honest, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not looking for everything. I'll, you know, go on Twitter and, and stuff like that and look at some hashtags, but I'm not a big... Searcher. So what you actually bring to the table to give you a pat on the back is you do find a lot of those great articles. And then the ones that you don't find, there seems to be someone else that pops up and finds something else. And like saying, Ian found a lot of that cool stuff with the Suns in four, you know, punch. Uh, just re-sharing, re, re man. That's all yeah. that was. Yeah, but, it, but it's still, that's, you, that's you all I do. And, it might be one that, of the that only places. The yeah. I, I mean, yeah, every, that was the point of the page. Yeah. 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 Anyway. That's my rant. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was absolutely the point of the page, and that's what we wanted to do. That's that's what I wanted to do when we started, and Ian and I spoke to at the start was basically everything that was Suns related. I was more than happy for anyone to share, um, and I wanted to keep it Suns related. Every now and again, we have thrown a little thing in here or there um, that might not be directly Suns related, but uh, from a bigger picture standpoint. Um, every article, everything we find, that's what we want on that page. I mean, there's there's a bazillion different pages that you can go on to for um, people's individual opinion, getting on there and going, oh, hey, you know, Dario Saric sucks, shouldn't be playing, blah, 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 blah. And that's not what I wanted this group to be about because yep. those are the opinions or those are the posts that drive people to come in and create stupid shit. Have a look at my post when I got on there and went, Suns fans stop with American Suns fans stop whinging at the media. 
again, that was my personal opinion. And what did it do? It created a shitstorm. So um, reality is uh, the content is what I want to share, those stories, everything like that. Um, that that's what we want to do. So Rob's come in and done that already. Fantastic. Ian, what about you, mate? Who have you got for us? Look, I had a quick look through the chat and um, quick look through the page. And like Cable said, it was pretty hard to get past everything that you'd posted. Um, I just feel every time I've looked on the chat, um, one of our newer members, uh, Ricky Timms, um, he just seems to be all over the chat. Um, seems to have half an idea what's going on at least. Um, don't know the man personally, but it's just cool to see one of our newer members getting in there amongst the chat and just, you know, doing what we want to do. Talk sons, talk ball. It's, um, it's, it's cool. You know what I mean? Especially being a new member. Absolutely. And, and that's what we want. We want all these guys jumping in and being involved because it makes the group a better place for all of us. Um, I'm going to, because I'm not going to nominate Jono again. He, he was, he was my nomination for last week. And, even though he had a great week, I'm going to nominate the guy I left out last week, which was Matty Bates. Um, so yeah, so he's, yep. he posts, he comments, he's engaged in the chat um, and has also put his hand up to say, look, when I can and when I've got availability, I'd love to jump on and be involved with um, the pod as well. So mm-hmm. I'm going to nominate Matty. That's, so that's a very stringent... That's going to be on the podcast. That's a very stringent uh, audition process. Yeah, absolutely. There is. I mean, we don't. We can't. We can't just. We can't just put anyone on. Um, no, we or, look. We took a risk. We let Boyd on. We're not going there again. You know. Uh. We let Nate on. So, no, we we love you, Boyd. It's all good, bro. So we will. Um, we will throw those. Um, throw those names up again on the uh, page and look at uh, getting our team there to vote. Now. Uh, our country update, because everybody loves our country update. Australia still is the number one country represented within <laughs> our uh, within our chat group. Um, nice, strong numbers. I know that we we actually, in the last 24 hours, have added five or six new members as well. Um, and I think within the last sort of 72 hours, we've added up to 10 or 11 new members that were, who are Australian fans. This is great because I didn't even think 11 Australian fans existed before I started mm-hmm. this page. Um, mm-hmm. So great to see. We've got a we've got a, a new member there that's running through and involved and liking a lot of the posts and, and um, commenting on a lot of the posts. There's, there's a couple of young ladies there, which has pushed our gender numbers up for the ladies, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, we still have too many men. So ladies, if you've got a couple of friends that are Suns fans, get them in. Um, I was, I was hashtag for, sausage party. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say sausage party, too, but um, and because I didn't want and to, I, the ladies are gone and yeah. same. Um, no, because I, I was thinking like you don't want to totally uh, go chugging with the fellas when there's maybe some ladies in there. And I I feel like I did. Um, ex- I think I did approve. <laughs> um, yeah, again, someone I I believe is female. Um, and then I, it, it actually did make me think. So I'm glad you brought that up because I guess the assumption is that most of us are blokes in the group and, and most of those sporting type groups, especially on Facebook, are bloke related. So, well, not related, but you know what I'm saying. That yeah. People that attend mm-hmm. will join those groups are men. So it's great if we can have some women voices in the group, that'd be fantastic. Or actually have a woman on the podcast at some point. 
Oh, even better. Oh, hell yes. Even better. So, uh, yeah, ladies, get involved. Um, thank you for joining the group. And if anyone is an idiot, make sure you tell us. Uh, <laughs> the US is second. Um, boo. Uh, the Philippines coming in third. New Zealand, only three fans. If you're on our page and you listen to this podcast and you're from New Zealand, New Zealand is basically Australia. So get your goddamn friends on, your Phoenix friends. Get them on the page. New Zealand should be easily up there with us. Mm. All right? Unacceptable behaviour in New Zealand. You're letting the team down. Mexico <laughs> uh, is a seat. We've got Mexico there on three. New Zealand, Bosnia and Herzegovina have only one less person on the page than you. Step up. Yeah. How about uh, Kazakhstan? Have you got anyone from Kazakhstan yet? No, no, we don't yet. We have Nigeria, <laughs> Nigeria, Brazil, Botswana, Hong Kong. Botswana. Micronesia. It's not bad Micronesia? One. I think we mentioned that last week. Yeah. France. Is that in the quantum realm? Uh, I, I think it might be. Um, France, <laughs> Ukraine, Singapore, Morocco, Serbia, Senegal, Bangladesh. The Democratic, De- Democratic Republic of the Congo. Are these all real, real accounts? <laughs> uh, well, this, this is the thing. There might be might need to be some investigation mm. Mm. on here. Um, South Africa, Chile, and Canada. There's our coverage there. Um, That's awesome. From our top cities perspective, well done, Melbourne. We're kicking mm-hmm. everyone's ass. Miles ahead of everyone else. We've got nothing better else to do than sit on the computer at home. Tell you one in Wollongong, man. Give me a break. (laughs) So from 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 the great the great uh, the great state, Melbourne is kicking ass. Sydney, you have less members than Phoenix, Arizona does. Step up. At the moment, Melbourne has double that. Yeah, Sydney. Double that of Phoenix. Sydney and Brisbane, well behind. Now I'd expect more from you two states. Hey, 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 I'm fair bit outside of Sydney, all right? Yeah, Give me a break. It's only, like, it's only like three fans of the Suns in Wollongong, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Still still a hellhole anyway. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. I didn't mean that. I'm not here to upset anyone, okay? No, I fucking I hate Sydney. I promise. <laughs> Sydney so that, is our, that is our page trap and... Plus, either of you to have a question about uh, any other thing that I might be able to look up or try to look up. I think I think you've covered it well there, Gav. Our most popular day is Monday. There you go for anything else. Monday at twelve PM. So everybody <laughs> must be on their lunch break. Well, That's about you. all I was have. So, was there a game on Monday? Was that? Oh, there sorry, was a game just... on Monday. There was. It was uh, Queen's birthday. True. So it was game four. All right. Which uh, started oh, at is that... 10 o'clock. No, uh, started at 10 o'clock. And now we are going to head straight into our flog for the week. Um, obviously, this was a very popular segment last week. Um, this week, I think it will also be very popular but I also think that the uh, nominations are probably going to be pretty easy. So we'll kick it off because I know he's jumping out of his skin, ready to roll with it. Ian, give it to us. 
Well, last time we spoke, I nominated the two Wanker Nuggets fans. Um, and I think they've had their fair share of social media attention. I'm going to go on a different route. Oh, Jesus. I'm actually going to nominate Jokic. Um, I think what he did against campaign was very unnecessary. I mean, he didn't need to do that. Didn't need to show us you're upset. You're the MVP. We get it. And you're getting beat. You don't need to go slapping your arm across someone's face like that. If he's the MVP, man, he should be able to see where the ball is and not some fella's front half of his head. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was, that, that, I was, that was just, that was piss poor, man. You know what I, I mean? Was furious, un- unnecessary. Furious when he did it. Then he went and said, sorry to Cam. And I went, I can't stay mad at you. I, lo- I, I don't know why. I just, I just love Jockey. I, I think he's brilliant. I've got but, no problem with, I've got no problem with Jokic act, at all. The act was flog as hell. It yeah. absolutely and then, was flog as hell. Then Book got in there, which rightfully loved so. Loved that. Loved it. And then, you know, like Jokic is not a, a um, timid-looking guy. He's, he's quite large and he looks, especially when you're staring down Booker, he looks like, you know, Rocky Four. But... Um, he was a, he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, I just thought it was unnecessary. And the way he carried on with Booker afterwards, I just thought, yeah, um, flog. Yeah, yeah. And... Fair nomination. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't nominate the two flogs. I thought that was an absolute guarantee that the lock that, that I even had it already written down for you. But, <laughs> but um, definitely, uh, definitely a flog as well. And plus, MVP into getting swept. Fuck you, Jokic. Exactly uh, Cable, right. Cable, what do you got for us? Who's your flog of the week? Well, I think Hamo uh, stolen off me a bit. I was going to go that way too, but bit like you, I think it was just one incident. He's frustrated. He's been carrying that side for four games. Hmm. You could almost argue for seven games before that. So uh, it was pretty silly. Um, but he got he got, he got rubbed out for it. He got sent off, sent home. So, but I think if you're going to sort of stick with the players, I think um, Mr. Aaron Gordon. I think he was a, a, a downright flog. He. You know, got in the face of Crowder and he, he thought he walked around like a young joint, but I'm like, you've done nothing all series, mate. You've actually, you're brought across to actually be the finishing piece of that side and you haven't fired a shot. So, nah, been miserable. And, and you know what it is? This is going to, oh, I don't want to put myself into a, an awkward position with what Go I'm on, about do to it. say. Do it. But he just doesn't, he shouldn't have cornrows either, that like, either. I, I think. <laughs> it's a bit strange, man. It is. It, it sounds harsh, but I, I don't. To be honest, I don't know his racial background. Or, you know, his mum and his dad. I don't know anything about him, like from that point of view. But he's pretty white, and I just feel like that's just not a white. It just doesn't look look good on a white guy. I think it's yeah. definitely something you know look good on Alan Iverson and some other players that could also back it up. I just think you just look like a flog. So, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Dreadlocks on white men is mm. fucking horrific. Don't do it. Mm. There is none. Nobody ever in the history of the world has ever looked good with dreadlocks or cornrows if you're a white guy. Well, imagine I'll if look- Frank Kaminsky come out wearing that shit. <laughs> exactly. I just think 
okay, it's cool. Okay, you're in the NBA and you can do whatever you want, I guess, to a point, and you, you've got the money to back it up. But I just think some of the fashion sense of the players is ridiculous. Mm. How's yeah. this for one of the great AFL greats in the modern era, Scott Penelbury? He even had dreadlocks in 2011 and that looked ridiculous and i think he yeah it did would be embarrassed looking back at that too so it's like white men can't jump and they can't do uh cornrows so just don't do it yeah and yeah <laughs> cornrows are dreadies absolutely and look whether whether aaron's wide or not uh, and and nothing to do with from a racial profiling hmm. perspective no not reality at all. is reality is aaron you just look like a dickhead Get rid of it. Your hair before was fine. It was fine. Go with that. All right, my flog. I am going again. I can't believe the two dickheads aren't going to get nominated, but I saw two bigger dickheads than the two dickheads. Nikola Jocic's brother or brothers sitting three rows back from the um, from courtside when the fight happened and when Book got on his face trying to jump the chairs to get on the court to fight Devin Booker. You are a fuck. You are wankers. I did not see that. Your brother's seven foot fucking one foot tall and he's against Devin Booker who's half his size. I don't reckon he needs your backup. Pull your fucking heads in. If you're there at the basketball, you're related to Nikola Jokic and he's probably paying you, paying for your entire fucking lives. Sit the fuck down. Sit down, let your brother do it. He's the one that ran around and tried to throw a fucking clothesline at someone. So how about you sit down? They are our three nominations. The Jokic brothers, Nikola Jokic and Aaron Gordon are our three nominations. All right, beer time. Who are we going to have a beer with? Let's start with Ian. Don't all and speak at once. You a, I thought you were going to direct who do, you want, who do you want to have a beer with, Ian? I'm going to have a beer now. I haven't had the opportunity to answer this question yet, so I've legit got three that I'm struggling. You can only, you can only pick one, mate. Come on. Yeah, I'm struggling. Um, so I'll eliminate two because they were, they were before this week from the first cast when I was a no-show. Um, so this this week, the one I would, would really love to have a beer with would be DA, just because he <sighs> seems so Fucker. happy in the welcome home. Sorry, mate. Seems so happy at the welcome home party. You know, like that guy has gone through a lot of criticism, mainly from me and other people as well. But he's, he's balling out, man. He is up there proven his worth against it. Sorry, not our, the MVP of the regular season, sweeping, sweeping the MVP. Like, and yeah, okay, Jokic got a few buckets on him, man. But DA just like that last, that last dunk he put down, I think it was like a minute and a half to go, two minutes, 20, whatever it was. And it was just like, nah, man, that was just brutal. Salt in the wounds. Um, So yeah, this week I'm going to have to go with DA. Well, you're a you're a piece of shit because you've stolen. My <laughs> I'm not happy with you. That was my nomination. I went. I'll give you another one if you want. No, no, I'll, I will find my own in a minute. Um, but no, honestly, I would have uh, I would have put DA as well. So uh, yeah, great nomination. 
Cable, who you got? Who's who are you having a beer with? CP3. Hands down. Good call. Um, I think he'd be buying the drinks, though. I somehow think um, I would buy him a beer, but at $44 million a season, I think he, he can, he'll probably be buying, buying a bottle of Cristal or something like that and sit down and have a drink and uh, discuss all his great plays in the series. Mm. I'm not sure. Bit of, bit of Hennessy. Not, yeah, no, that's that's J.R. Smith, mate. Um, ah. I'm not sure that uh, CP3 is going to have a beer at the moment. Just even watching him walk off the plane when they were filming him, his his entire comment was, I hate to go. He, mm-hmm. uh, is, he is focused on one thing and one thing. I think Sava said the same thing as well. Yeah, won't be having a beer, which is unfortunate because I think he'd be great to have a beer with, but we mm-hmm. might need to save that for eight games time. Yeah, well, well yeah, yep. I mean, like after the series is done and dust and we're celebrating, yeah, absolutely. Hey, mm-hmm. don't back that on me, mate. Don't well, back you fucked up. No, we're talking about having a beer tonight with them. You, oh, you fucked up. Well, That's well. it. You've, you've, just, you've, you've ruined it. You've ruined it for everybody. I'll hang my head in. I still, I still love you, though. I still love it. No, they, uh, that's two very good nominations. I'm still trying to think of one. To be honest, um, I think I'd probably have a beer with uh, Steve Nash. Um, he'll be my nomination. He was my backup nomination, um, mainly because I want to get him pissed and tell him if he ever hugs Kevin Durant like that again, I'm going to fucking punch him in the head. How dare you, Steve Nash? You are a Phoenix son. Your job is to make sure that those fuckers don't make it so we, we get through <laughs> the chip. That is your job. I was going to say, that, is, isn't that a massive conflict, isn't it? Like when you've had such a, a big career at a particular club and then mm. you have to potentially coach against them when they're trying to win their first championship. You're trying to win your ch- first championship for them as well and and as you as being coach. And, and yourself, yeah. And yourself as a player. It's kind of like that would be that like, oh, the last team I actually want to play is Phoenix because I don't want to have to beat them. But yeah, he won't. He won't want to be playing Phoenix right now mm-hmm. um, because of that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily whether or not he'd be out there going. Well, we're going to we're going to uh, lose to Phoenix or whatever. Um, but I think his his entire thing will be: I don't want to be the one that knocks Phoenix off if they make a make it to that last um, round of seven games. But there are our, they are our beers, DA, CP3, or Steve Nash. So yep. we are there. Now, here comes the difficult part, boys. We have to put our multi on for game one. And we know Ooh, that was not it, is prepared. Still, it is still several days away, and we don't even know who the opponent is. Stiff shit, we have to roll with it. But before we do, I'm going to put another multi on uh, right now for the Phoenix Suns to win the Western Conference to into winning the title into CP3 as the finals MVP. Ooh. So the Phoenix Suns at the moment Ooh. are paying $2.25 to win the Western Conference, $4.50 uh-huh. to win the title, and CP3 is paying $10 to win the finals MVP. Ooh. I'm going to throw that multi on. I'm going to put uh, 50 bucks on it. Oh yeah. See what we come out with at the other end. My lord. Now, our multi for game one. We have the Suns winning. We have Mikhail Bridges for one block. Cable, give us a leg. Whose leg did you want? 
Um, ooh, I think I think you just got to kind of go with Paul. I think he's just on a roll. Um, it's not all about the points. I think he's assists and even he's got a few boards here and there and a few steals. He's he's done all right across the stat sheet. So again, I don't know what Ladbrokes can give us on just overall stats numbers, but I think you'd have to give him. So maybe. his PRA, his last couple of PRAs have been about 25. 30.5. They've been 30.5. Oh, 30. oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, then. Ooh, and it, in saying that, they've been 30.5 and he's hit them for the last three games, four games. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park the, next, the first game up next, apart from everyone. So I'd be more confident with the 25.5. Um, I could do him for PRA 25 plus. Yeah, I'll do that 25 plus. Chris Paul. Done. All right, Ian, what do you got for us? Short and sweet. Campaign for one steal. Thank you, Boyd. Campaign, one steal. I will say that campaign cost us our last multi. We had him for two steals and he did not achieve. Oh, sorry, we had him for one plus steal and he did not achieve any steals. So campaign, we love you. Yeah. Your your ears are fabulous. Um, but fucking pull your finger out and get a steal. His nose used to be until that, yeah, Croatian side bloody forearm. I am as uh, as much as this has cost us in early games, and I really should put it in closeout games, and I haven't both times um, put it in the closeout game. I'm going to go for book. Book 35 PRA um, because I think if we play um, if we play Utah, um, I think Book will go ballistic. Mm. Um, if we play against um, the Clippers, I think Book will be a little bit slower and will open up um, many other scoring options and Book probably won't score as heavily as he would against Utah. Yeah, CP3 um, will go off, man. Yeah, I think Chris Paul will be um, will be the key to the Clippers series. <laughs> but uh, not only not only Chris there, but I think you're then looking at McCall, Campaign, Cambridge, uh, Cam Johnson, and Jay Crowder with those outside shots. If they're able to spread the floor and hit those shots, so I think I'm going to go with Book for a 35 PRA. But if 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 we play the Jazz, mm. if we don't play the Jazz and we play the Clippers, I'm going to go McHale for 20 plus PRA. Ooh, nice. Um, nice. I love I love what McHale does there with these with his PRAs. He, he we spoke about in the last show. I think he does really nicely, especially around that 20 mark. Um, now, uh, all together. Because we've only got the three of us, I just want to try between us to pick out one more leg that we can throw into this multi for some value. Um, I'm thinking uh, maybe around um, three point shots, so maybe like Jay a Jay Crowder. Crowder three plus threes. Yeah. Well, I, well, I will I'll back up Jay in that um, you know a couple of my multis didn't come up during the week because I missed one particular leg or or whatnot. And then I was surprised to go into my sports bet account and realise I did have a winning bet, and that was for Jay Crowder hitting three threes. So, um, nice. yeah, it was a nice little, uh, you know, wanted to pay out for a, a couple of bucks. I got 25 back, so 
Why don't we so bump we'll it and go for JN4? <laughs> Four plus threes. They paid good money, but I think that might be a stretch. I think two and no. threes is probably almost his max. But um... All right, so we've got Suns win, Macau one block, CP3 25 plus PRA, campaign one steal, Jay Crowder three threes. If we're playing Utah, it'll be book 35 PRA. If it's um, the Clippers, we'll have Macau 20 PRA. So that will be our multi for game one. So, gents, now all I want to do, a little bit of a preview, your thoughts on if we play the Jazz or if we play the Clippers, what's going to happen in game one? And we'll kick this one off with Cable. Wow. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was listening to the solar panel today and and it was interesting how, you know, there are a couple of people on the panel have have different, different ways of looking at whether they wanted to play the Clippers or the Utah Jazz uh, next, and and it is. Who would you rather play? Well, that's what I mean. I, I I really don't know. I feel like there's something about the Clippers that worries me. I think they beat us a couple of times this year as well, and and I know we say uh, uh, pandemic P hasn't played very well, but he destroyed us with the threes in that one particular game. And I think they said, I think they reeled off. He hit 15 out of 19 threes against us in all games. So I think that's something we've got to you know. Fix that up a bit, and I, again, I can't remember our lineup back then whether we had injuries or anything like that. But that concerns me. Uh, Kawhi is a he's a good player. Like you can't yeah. whether they're in form or not. I mean, you can't doubt his playoff uh, his playoff games and the way he can find a way to win. Uh, so he worries me. Whereas I feel like Utah, while they've played some, you know, they've been in the playoffs a couple last couple of years and they've built a side similar to us. I still feel like, I wouldn't say inexperienced, but when push comes to shove, I don't know if they have an absolute match winner that can get them over the line like someone like Chris Paul for us can do. So, you know, they've got Donovan Mitchell, they've got Rudy Gobert and guys that are good players, but I don't know if they've got that killer instinct to really grab the game by the scruff of the neck to beat us. So from that point of view, I feel like I feel safer with the Jazz, but it's still splitting hairs, really. But I'd love to hear your What about you, Ian? Mate, I'm pretty much down the same line. I would much rather face the Jazz. Um, In my eyes, the only problem now that our defence has risen to a level where it has with Mikhail and Jay Crowder, you know, I don't see Spider Mitchell getting the 40, 45 points a game. Like, the only problem would be um, COVID go bare. You know, but with the growth that um, DA, <laughs> with the growth that DA's had, especially this season and especially in the last few months, man, um, I do feel a bit the same. I think the Clippers would be the harder option of the two. Um, got written down here. My expectations and what I'm hoping for is that we get the Jazz. Um, do we, I did we... say on the last. Sorry. Go ahead. So we, do we get home court advantage against the Jazz as well, don't we? No, no, we don't. no, no. Okay, so it's the Clippers. We get home court advantage. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I said it on the the last cast I was on. Thankfully, I was wrong. I said if we can take the 
Nuggets in five, I don't see why we couldn't take the Jazz in four. Now, we took the Nuggets in four, so I don't see why we can't take the Jazz in four. You know what I mean? But the, the Clippers, I'm a bit worried about, you know. Um, same with the Nets. I'd much rather face the Bucks when it comes to down to all of that. Um, even Philly's not too bad. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about the, the, something about the Clippers, something about the Nets that just has me a little bit worried. Yeah, it's probably fair enough. I mean, from my perspective, I've always said that the one side in the West that worried me the most was the Clippers. Um, but I have, I have taken a bit of a deeper look this week. And I, I think uh, the question people keep asking me is, who would you prefer? Now, I've gone with the Eminem line from 8 Mile and, like, someone knocked on my door and goes, you got the Clippers uh, and Kawhi up next. And Eminem goes, yeah, are you all right with that? Yeah, I don't give a fuck who it is. And I don't give a fuck who it is. I've had a look at it, and if we look at the Jazz, we swept the Jazz this year, three wins from three games. Donovan Mitchell is playing some really, really nice basketball at the moment, but his ankle is still giving him some trouble. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's he's really struggled in the last two games, pulled up sore a couple of times. But even if he was 100% fit, Mikael Bridges absolutely locks Donovan Mitchell down. Oh, yeah. He, had, he has in all three games, all of Mitchell's points have come late in games when the game's been over. We've got Conley is a, a pretty good offensive weapon for them, hasn't played during this series, but he's kind of going to come up against Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a very, very smart defender. I don't mm. think Conley gets off the leash. And Gobert and Aiton have had some really good battles, but Gobert's not a big scorer. It's not like he's going to come out and score 30 points. He's going to score mm. 12. He's going to have 12 points and 14 rebounds. Um, as long as Aiton can have 15 points and 12 rebounds, we're, we're good. good there. If we look at um, the Clippers, uh, I think the, the games we did play the Clippers this year, PG got did get off the leash. Now, his biggest problem is it's playoff time. So we know Pandemic P kicks in in playoffs. He's a flog. His last couple of games against the Jazz have been pretty solid, though. But mm. you can bet your fucking bottom dollar that Mikael Bridges is going to be in that bloke's grip. You're going to see Jay Crowder play Kawhi Leonard very similar to what, how he played LeBron. That's going to be very interesting, man. Now, the big thing for me with the Clippers is they have they don't care about Gobert being there. They have gone small ball. They mm-hmm. will do that against Phoenix. Rudy Go, as I said, Rudy Gobert does not score. DeAndre Ayton does. If they go small ball against DeAndre Ayton, I think he could have a field day against Baton. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I think that we can win a couple of games early. Um, mm. And you'll see Zubats in the straight into the lineup because Batum won't be able to handle. No, Zubats is a bit fight. tougher, man. Eh? He's just a little bit more staunch. He is, but uh, I, I think they their the view of the Clippers is basically that Kawhi and PG are going to win them the game. Now we it's know we've, we've seen that during the last couple of games against the Jazz, they've thrown Beverly into the lineup a lot more. Um, to quell Donovan Mitchell. And we've seen that that's impacted Mitchell fairly significantly. We know that Pat Bev's going to come onto the floor and try and take on Book um, when he comes back. 
And we know that Book absolutely relishes playing on Pat Beverly. He loves that challenge. Um, so, to be honest, I don't give a fuck about either side. I, I think that the Suns beat both, um, especially over a seven-game series. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing what we put out there. Look, win, lose, or draw, at the start of the year, if anyone walked up to us and said the Phoenix Suns are going to be in the Western Conference Finals, we would have gone, oh, that'd be amazing. But reality is we're targeting 35 wins. We are just about to embark on a seven-game series to go into the NBA Finals. So, personally, I I don't care who we play. I I, I just... Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but but I think once you see how well we've done and how well we've done in this playoffs, it's a bit hard to go now sitting go, well, we've made, we've gone further than we expected or what everyone else expected. I, I, yeah, I'd be I'm happy with it. That now. Yeah. I, I just feel like the, I think we're good enough now and shown we're good enough that I, I kind of would be disappointing if we didn't at least make the finals. I'd like, be I'm, not, I'm not saying we'll win it, but I, I feel like that's where we should be. And at least, yeah, book, I, I, agree. T- I think book, uh, Chris Paul deserves it. I think, uh, Booker gets a taste, and guys go. You know what? We stick together. This next year, if we lose it, then next year we'll be, we'll be back here again, and we'll be um, winning it. Yeah, thing, and so. I th- look, I think we'll get that anyway, even if we do lose the Western Conference Finals. But I agree with you. We need to readjust our goals. Then, at the start of the year, thirty-five wins, we would have been wrapped. Make the playoffs. See how we go. We, but reality is, we finished with the second best record in the NBA. Hmm. If we walk out of the Western Conference Finals, whether it's from the Jazz or the Clippers, we have home court advantage in the NBA Finals. We should, our expectation should be to walk away with the championship. And that's where we should be sitting right now. But when you sit back and reflect, you, you we're, I think we're all going to sit back and reflect and enjoy the fact that this season's been fucking phenomenal. We, we've come from two years ago, our starting five included Dragon Bender, um, Marquise, Chris, uh, Tyler, Eulis, uh, and fuck knows who else with their book. We had the second worst record in the league. And now we're, we're just about to go into the Western Conference Finals. Second so, best. You know what? Throw the Jazz, throw the Clippers. I couldn't care less. We're rolling either of them. That's the way I see it. Yeah, I'm com- I'm confident. I'm pretty Yeah, that's, that's really good, man. Like, that's the no, no, mentality just, we should have. And let's just hope they both, all the teams left in the playoffs, go through a hard seven-game grind and, and come oh, out yeah. a lot more weary for it. Let's have those fre- – look, I mean, it's it's funny because I think having a little – a few days off is, I guess, good, gets players all refreshed. I get it. It's a long grind of the season. But it's funny It's funny how if you put it to a, a different sport like an AFL, having that much time off, sitting around <laughs> waiting, for, waiting for an opponent can actually be – Detrimental. Detrimental. Yeah. It, yeah, you it, just it, have it, to get enough it, practice it, in and doing the work. And but it's just waiting, man. You're almost playing the game in your head before you get there because you're just waiting for an opponent. And that's why that's the only thing I, I was a little concerned about the sweep is that I think most of the other games are going to go to six, if not seven games. Yeah. And you know, Phoenix is sort of waiting around, trying to work out who they're the going to play. What's the, the thing game? I like? The thing I like about that for us is our side is young. Mm. So that that energy is going to be there anyway. Uh, those young kids don't generally flatten out. The, the one guy that it could impact is Chris mm-hmm. because he can he can sit back and, and 
having those few days off could really go into a lull. But it's Chris Paul, man. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> like, going to, man. I think we're I think we're perfectly placed. Things have fallen really, really nicely for our team, and um, I'm bloody excited about it. I, I can't oh, wait for yeah. the conference final. Uh, t- to be honest, the last few days have pissed me off because there's been no Suns basketball. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just well, I guess from a momentum point of view, I feel like you know we've won the seven games in a row, and then now we're having a week off, waiting for just waiting for the next person, the next team to show up, and. I'm not saying that's a disadvantage. It's hard to get into the psyche of the players, and I'm sure they've got the right people there to have them in the right mental headspace. But they'll be just busting to just get on court. And, yeah, mm. okay, it's, it's great to have that a few days off to relax. Like, you know, the, the shoulder of Chris Paul gets a little bit better. Any little ailments the players have, they get to rest up, and then they're getting run into the ground. But then there is that thing of, Oh, well, they, you know, they're waiting around. They're trying to analyze, are we going to play the Jazz? There might be playing. too many games. Yeah, so start planning for the Jazz and then go, oh, no, actually the Clippers just won in overtime in game seven. And then it's all of a sudden that readjustment of, oh, we're going to be at home now and not, we're not going away. Yeah. Little things like that. Yeah. I think, like you said, the, the team's so young, still young. They've got the energy for it, but it's, it, it is, there's still a mental side of the game that I Definitely. think sitting around – that that's the only thing that concerns me. It's great to sweep and show that dominance and show that confidence, but it's also having that momentum where we just kept carrying it through every second day of the game, and now all of a sudden we're going to have a week off. And you never yeah. know; we might come out real slow, or shots aren't falling early, and then all of a sudden. And I think that's the biggest danger. The biggest yeah. danger is uh, the first quarter. Mm. So uh, I think if we can. If we can get the momentum, look. Reality is, first quarter, you you you're giving the ball to Booker and Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and going just keep us in the game, right? We'll we'll work ourselves back into the game in over the first quarter. Book and Chris Paul from the elbow, bang bang bang, staying in the contest, um, and then the intensity on defense. They've just got to be up in their face. But it's exciting times, guys. We're in the Western Conference Finals. Man, it's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's absolutely magnificent. Look, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, again, this was one of our, this is a bigger pod. I think we're just under an hour. So we've done beautifully. We've shaved off 35 minutes on the last week's episode. Um, we will, of course, uh, be back to do a wrap of uh, game number one, whoever that may be against. Um, but for right now, we are going to, well, actually, before I sign off, and before I get you guys to sign off, once again, how about that fantastic intro and our fantastic outro from Pierre Cardin? Hashtag Pierre Cardin. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Facebook. Get on and do that. We now have a Sons Aussie Fans podcast Twitter page. So get on and, and look at that. I'll well, give you the Twitter I, handle. I was actually going to say, we, we probably should be giving out some Twitter handles for people to follow us and find out a bit more. Absolutely. So I will give you our Twitter handle, which is at Aussie Suns fans. Um, my Twitter handle is at Guesswork Gav. So get on if you're going to follow the Suns fans page. Follow myself as well. Basically, all I talk about is the Suns and uh, the Essendon Football Club. So sorry if you don't want to see that. Um, uh, Ian, thank you again for popping in, mate. If you want to throw us your uh, your Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter at hashtag handles, whatever it is they call it. They, these kids call it these days. Yeah, man. Like uh, on Twitter, I'm at Sir Hamo, as in 
S-I-R, Hamo. Uh, I couldn't tell you what my Instagram is off the top of my head. I use it for my uh, dogs mainly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, whatever. Just find us on the Aussie Suns page. We're always here to get down and talk about Suns. So, yeah, it's, um, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you to Pierre Cardin for the song. And also thank you to our godfather, Gavin Spall, for um, kicking this whole thing off, man. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, bro. Beautiful, mate. Thank you very much for joining Cable. Yeah, no worries. And And Cable, sorry, Cable, our our dude. um, It probably makes sense that he started a Suns group because it hasn't been so shit for so long. He needed something else to bloody think about, so... (laughs) I don't watch <laughs> AFL, bro. I've got no idea what you're doing. I watch one game a year. Cable, fuck you. So I need some posi- <laughs> I need some positivity. That I understand. I need some positivity in my life. Let's have a Suns group. Yeah, you um, make for Collingwood, don't you? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you can follow me at cable underscore unplugged. And uh yeah, like you said, if uh people that do watch this, listen to it again, please. I I can't stress it enough. The great thing is we are getting a lot of views on YouTube. Um, that's fantastic and appreciate everyone that's watched the video. I know Hamo's probably watching three times each. Um, but if you can, the, one of the easiest things to do, when you watch the video, there's a little subscribe button. You press that. And then there's also a little thumbs up. Please press that because what that helps YouTube and other people, if they're just typing in Suns or Phoenix, once we start getting more likes, even if it is a crap episode, just say you like it if you watch it because it helps other sun helps other Suns fans find us and starts popping up on those feeds. So um, you know all those sort of computer IT algorithm type things. They like like plenty of likes and subscriptions, so more people will actually find us, even accidentally, which means our community grows. I guess a bit more organically as well, because people will find us without word of mouth as well. So, but we need those likes. Yeah, it's definitely, man. Even if Josh yeah. Blatt's in the episode or not. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Make sure you do subscribe and like it on uh, YouTube, not just on our Facebook page. We really do need it on the YouTube page. Um, Cable, you've done a magnificent job once again, putting this together. Thank you. Um, Ian, thank you for being on board. We will be back to wrap up our first game against the Clippers. Um, exciting or the or the Jazz. Don't let me. I, don't get on there and say the NBA is setting up games or anything like that. Um, the Clippers or the Jazz. After that game, we we will get on and wrap that up. Uh, but it's exciting times to be a Sun fan, and uh, especially an Aussie Suns fan. And thank you all for joining us again. And we will see you in the next episode. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul, bring a dinner with the dish. D Book on the corner with the swish. We the Valley, hating with the dunk. Pulsarizing, now the crowd getting pumped. 
We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up if you're down for the suns. Put a finger in the air, we number one. Championship reign. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing.